0: Hello, team.
1: Where have you been, son?
0: No, no, we just... Uh, I picked the right... You know what the odds are of moving home on Super Bowl day? 365 to
1: 1. <laughs> are you upgrading or downsizing? Uh, is this a reflection of your punting, of late for the moving? <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, it's just so in France, mate. That's where we're at. Ah, lovely. Hey, um, I'm going to ask, go straight to the jugular. I was a bit lukewarm on the performance of... I'm thunderstruck. I mean, I know I'm being tough. What, what was your rating on Thunder's performance?
0: Yeah, look, I, I think it was a sound return. Um, you know, I had a higher expectations as well. I certainly take on board uh, the fact that, um, you know, he might have just needed they might have yeah. got away from him a little bit. Um, he, he did look to peak late, didn't he? I mean, Mr Brightside even made ground on him. And not many horses to run past him as a rule, so... Um, yeah, I was expecting a little more, I'll be honest, but um, I'm certainly not, uh, you know, I won't be dropping off given that added
1: fitness. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, a length and a half, or a length or so further up for him, there was a, a bit going on and then a bit more going on in the stewards room. Uh, I've got to say, I disagreed with the protest, but I thought it was a 50-50 because I understand the mentality that they now use and that given that it was probably likely but I'd probably like to see them be more in favour of the horse that crossed the line first in future but I knew I knew the way they were going to think and it didn't surprise me did it surprise you?
0: No it didn't surprise me and look I had a really similar view I think you know um, if, if, if you've won the race I think it, it, you need a pretty good case to, to, to overturn them um, you know that's just the way I would read it I think you need to yeah. be conclusive that the other horse would have won and, and by its own definition, when you call it 50-50, it's not conclusive, is it? So that's no. the way I read it. But I also take the other point on board, um, that, you know, the rules are there in place and you've got to abide by them. So I can see both sides of the argument, um, but that, that, that was my my thinking for what it's worth.
1: Well, I think they have to factor a little bit more in the their horses, not motorbikes argument as well. Like Horses under pressure are going to wobble a wee bit, I think. I think that's unavoidable.
0: Yeah, no, I think you're right. You know, I think that um, you know they, they, they can't race in lanes like athletics and, and so on. And um, so, look, I, I think all that could be factored in. Um, you know, I think it's a bit un-Australian to take any race off them when they're first past the post, without being guaranteed, almost guaranteed, um, that the other horse would have run past. And he, look, Gentleman Roy takes them running past.
1: No, exactly right, exactly right. Hey, just before we go a bit more specific with some other runs and other races and then a little bit of Sydney, and I'll I'll just check if you you saw the inevitable yesterday as well, if you didn't, let me know. Uh, Sandown generally, there's a lot uh, been rumbling along for some time about the future of Sandown and and so on, but to me it's been given this amazing showcasing opportunity with the, the works going on at Caulfield, and I think it's... Made a magnificent case for itself. All the all the KPIs are being ticked, including the wagering comparison with with had it been at Caulfield. Do you feel that through these circumstances, Sandown is is making a massive case for itself for the future?
0: Yeah. Look, I think there are bigger bigger issues, but I, I think I take it um, I take it on board that uh, that um, you know the, the track plays really well. Punters like it, and the key demographic is. You know, punters need to bet with confidence and they get that at stand down um, I understand you know, where's the other side of the, that argument and, and you know, they're playing a the very long game there but um, you know, I'll leave that to smarter people than me from a punting perspective, plays great, love betting there
1: Yeah, yeah, fair enough too and that's that's the only uh, little ticks we need from you uh, Two-year-old comparison, uh, Barber and Exporting won the Colts and Geldings and Phillies divisions in Melbourne and in Sydney we saw Cafe Millennium Uh, in the Piero plate and learning to fly astonishing in the English Millennium. On face value, the the Sydney babies uh, outgunned the Melbourne babies. Uh, Does the data back that up? Just on Cafe Millennium, it looked amazing, um, but was it the others stopping or him running amazing sectionals to win?
0: Uh, Look, I actually don't have the data versus the benchmark with me uh, yet, but um, I think you can trust your eye when they win like that. I mean, tailed off last, runs over the top of them, Sort of one running away as well. They did go quick uh, to the eye and did come back, but um, they don't do that too often and turn out to be no good.
1: Exactly right. And then I imagine there's no doubt he'll just stay in Sydney for the slipper. So what do you make? Of, what did you make of, well, A, the niche is... She's unstoppable, the niche, and, and learning to fly was uh, astonishing in that rich English race. Uh, from a going forward to the Golden Slipper perspective, is there much you can glean from these two?
0: Uh, look, I think she, the win was, was brilliant, given the run she had. Um, and uh, I think she's safely top speed with a lot of markets, and, and rightly so. Um, you know, there's plenty of merit on the clock on debut. As I say, got a zero win on, on the weekend still. It's a bit slow coming through. But you just got to trust your eye more often than not. And they don't win with that run, two-year-olds or any horse, do they?
1: No, absolutely right. Um, let's have a look at some more specific efforts at uh, Sandown. Uh I, I just can't see how they're going to beat Lofty. I know, you know, things can happen, but with 51 kilos in an Oakley plate, I just don't know how they're going to beat Lofty Striker. Am I simplifying too much?
0: Look, it was a fabulous win. He went just like his trial, you know, and he, he was a length off the elite in the spring. He's a better horse now by the look of it. So, um, yeah, look, he'll be top end of the market, you'd think, uh and rightly so. Not many, you know, he's been the only horse that's been able to run past Uncommon James.
1: No, absolutely right. Just on the on the Oakley plate picture, I know that there's it's gonna be a good addition. You've got Asfura and maybe Mirabi and uh, certainly Jigsaw as well, but Jigsaw is the, the form horse of the summer and he's gonna have about fifty-three and a half or fifty-four and fifty what giving four kilos to probably a better horse, a bet hold, even though he's a year younger. Uh, have you got an overall view of how, how the, the 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 sort of horses that we're gonna be expecting in the Oakley plate?
0: Yeah, I mean, what, you, what you'll what you get every year is, is a really strong speed. And those horses you've referenced, they're all pretty much on-speed runners, aren't they? So, um, you know, a truly run race will bring out the best athlete. It'll give lofty strike his chance. I think he's happier at Stand Down, not Caulfield. Um, and, uh, yeah, can't wait for the race. It's always a great race.
1: Worth pointing out that um, there's a bit of a hybrid for the Blue Diamond Oakley Stakes meeting of the use of the hillside track and the lakeside track. But the hillside track... Will be the venue for the Oakley Plate. So for anyone thinking, oh gee, it's going to be run at Lakeside, it's actually going to be run on the hillside track, which is worth pointing out. Um, Animo, what do we make of him?
0: Yeah, exceptional. I mean, he just doesn't really lose too often, does he? I mean, he puts himself in the race, he quickens, and if he gets in a dog fight, he likes that. So uh, when you when you combine those things together, and, and you know, you tend to win a lot, and that's what he does. So a fabulous return, second and third, excellent as well. Um, but he's
1: the one that keeps winning. We were talking, Jane and Shark and I, about the, the type of competitor he's shaping up as when he hits the international stage. He, he's probably better than Elvstrom and Starcraft, probably marginally, but he's probably better than those two. He's probably maybe three-quarters of a length inferior to so, you think, uh, and certainly got a bit on the very elegant that we dispatched as an eight-year-old. He, He's a worthy, he's one of those ones when we send him overseas that we're going to be confident that the flag will be flown uh, quite honourably.
0: I think that's true. I mean, his four runs are rare. I mean, you know, that bog track and that's about it. I think so. Um, you know, his, his will to win will take him a long way. He's got enough class to be competitive without being top of the market, you'd see.
1: The mayor's behind him?
0: Terrific. You know, Fangio, Tardy away, but I like everything colder anyway. Look at her dry track record, it's fabulous. Hinged handles any track, she was brave. Uh, there's group ones in those two, you'd think, uh, this um, carnival.
1: Did you catch the little champ in Tassie yesterday?
0: No, I did not, uh, hence moving moving stuff. But um, no, I missed that one, but uh, the, the reports on Twitter were were heartwarming, so um, can't wait to, to get to a video and see it.
1: Yeah, no, he was fantastic. And if you haven't seen uh make sure you do that as well. It's hard to imagine a a more impressive uh, win than Imperators as well. So uh, once you put down those cardboard boxes, we'll, uh, we'll tap into a few of those. Where are you moving to, Gator?
0: Oh, look, I'm not at liberty to, to discuss, but um, as I say, just south of uh, Bordeaux, um, it, it looks to be the uh, the way to go.
1: It's not a gated community, is it?
0: Look, there's a few here. There's a bit happening, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, All right. We'll keep terms out, on we that. Sounds,
1: sounds very mysterious. All right, Summing yep. up, anything? Uh, what should we be jotting down from you from the weekend? Oh, gee, where
0: to start? I did see Imperatrix. I think she was probably the winner of the, of the, the, on
1: the planet, the best win I saw. Um, oh, well, let's Charlotte talk about Starless that because she might come. Up, she, yeah, she might come over for the new market. Uh, I think she's going to be tougher to beat than Levante was last year, and Levante won the outside division of the of the new market last year.
0: Yeah, well, wasn't Levante
1: in that race on Saturday? Yeah, got got flogged.
0: Yeah, 10 lengths.
1: Yeah. Do you think... Is it possible Imperatriz is the best horse up to 1,600 metres in Australasia?
0: I think she's got a seat at the
1: table. Mm. All right. So she's your big black booker. Anything else?
0: Oh, look, there was a, a lot to take out, a lot of forgive runs as well from those at the top of the market, but that's the nature of racing, so... Um, yeah, look
1: forward to the next few weeks Alright mate, we'll touch, uh, touch base next week when we uh, have a really good look at uh, the return of uh, uh, Nature Strip in the Lightning just before we do it, you got a gut feeling about where he's at and what you're expecting to see in the Lightning?
0: Oh look, I think he's getting older so, you know, there's that, that's in the back of my mind, but um, it will be interesting, uh, you know, he'll be at the top of the market and he'll run well, but is he as dominant as he was? Well, let's find out
1: Absolutely. All right, good on you, mate. Um, If you need any help moving later on, Sharky's <laughs> nearby. Don't forget that.
0: Yeah, he's no help.
1: No, exactly. Hey, good on you, Gator. Thanks for that, mate. The, the Gator there uh, and, and Peritures was his uh, mega highlight of the weekend.